Hey mama, welcome to Fight Back Motherhood. Imagine me sitting at my kitchen island with a cup of coffee, spit up on my shirt, and bags under my eyes chatting with you. That is the vibe. With thousands of books written on how to raise babies, we needed something that teaches us how to fight back to the women we know we are capable of being after having those babies. So since I couldn't find it in my lowest moments after having my first daughter, I created it. This podcast is the product of my dream. Here we are all about being the best versions of ourselves so we can be the best moms to our littles. I'll help you rediscover a love for yourself by helping you prioritize yourself in health, wellness, mindset, and self-care. Each week will include tactical tips, Bessie chats, real life talks, and so much more. So go pour yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to listen in. It's time to fight back. Hello, Mama. Happy Tuesday, and welcome to another episode of the Fight Back Motherhood podcast. I am really excited about today's topic, which is how to raise mentally strong kids. I want to give you five tangible tips on how to do that. But what I really think is important that you understand before I get into these five tips, because this is not going to be a parenting podcast, right? We talked about that. Fight Back Motherhood is not about like, here's how to go raise your children. Because the truth is, is we're all going to do that very differently. Fight Back Motherhood is a podcast that helps you. It helps you, the mother, become the best version of yourself. And so my hope for this podcast today is for you to say, okay, here's five ways to raise mentally strong kids. But what I really want you guys to see is that it begins with you. I am going to talk to you today about five things that I believe that we need to work on, five examples that we need to set that are going to help us raise mentally strong children. Okay, so these are the five things that I am personally working on all the time. As I sat down and I thought about this, okay, where, what are my kids seeing from me? What are the, how are they portraying me? When they look up to me, are they looking up to a woman that I am proud of? In a lot of areas, the answer is yes. In a lot of areas, I am really proud of the mom that I am. I'm really proud of the woman that I am. I'm really proud of the example that I'm setting. However, I'm also a human being, you know, and I fall short in a lot of areas (laughs) as well as so do you and as well as our children, right? Like we all fall short in some key areas of our lives, but there are certain areas of our lives that I truly believe that we should be working on constantly. And that's what I'm going to go over today. So let's jump into number one. What is the very first thing that you personally need to be working on that will help you raise a mentally strong child? The first one, and what I believe is the most important one, is getting rid of a victim mentality. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by getting rid of a victim mentality is that we need to stop blaming the world around us for why we are not where we want to be in life. If we start embracing the fact that failure is part of life, our babies are going to do that too. Our job as their parents is to lead by example. It's to show them how to overcome any obstacle that comes their way. It's to help them find the positives of everything and look for solutions. Is this easy to do? Hell no. It's not easy to not play victim because a lot of times it really does feel like life is out to get us. But the thing is, is that failure is part of life. We are going to fall flat on our faces. None of us are perfect, which I'm going to talk about in another, th- in another point. 
You know, so we need to instead, instead of trying to figure out like, okay, well, you know, sometimes the world's going to come bite you in the ass. We need to figure out how to overcome it ourselves. So that way we can figure out how to help our kids when they're going to navigate the exact same situations in our lives. I really want you guys to think back, think back to high school. Think, yeah, let's do high school. Think back to high school. Like whenever you, like something that sticks out in your brain in regards to something crappy that happened to you. That's what I want you to think about right now. I'm going to give you an example for me. When I was in high school, I really liked this boy and it was the same boy for like two years. <laughs> it was like that high school love, you know, like when you don't know what love is, but that's beside the point. I really liked him. Well, he was like, the bee's knees for many girls in our school. And I remember one of my really close friends, you know, she dated him before they weren't dating anymore. And I remember her like finding out that I liked him and it was like the ultimate betrayal, you know, it was the ultimate betrayal back then. And she, you know, told some of the other girls that I was friends with and they basically like shunned me out of the group for just liking this boy. Meanwhile, I was just, I was just a teenager with feelings and the boy liked me too. And it was just so stupid. You look back at it now as an adult, right? It's stupid. But in that moment, I was so sad. I was the victim in that situation. You know, I liked this boy and my friends were mad about it and they basically stopped talking to me. And you guys know how that is in high school. Like that's like the end of the world when that kind of stuff happens. Well, here's the reality of it. Where I'm going with this and why this is part of the whole victim mentality is I was essentially handed a bad deck of cards. I liked a boy and apparently that ruffled a lot of feathers and I had to reap the consequences of having people talk about me behind my back and call me bad names and all these different things. I was the victim in that situation. However, what I'm saying by this is now I have daughters I have two daughters that I get to raise and I, right now I'm in the heat of it, right? I'm in the heat of a toddler as well as an infant and I'm not really necessarily thinking about what they're going to be experiencing in high school, but I want to tell you something. They're going to experience some shit in high school. They're going to be going through not, maybe not the exact same situation that I just want, I just explained, but they're going to go through some stuff. They're going to be faced with feelings for somebody that they don't know if they should like. They're going to be faced with mean girls. And if I wasn't in that situation back then, I wouldn't know how to help them now. So our job and my job as their mother is to make sure that right now where I'm at in my life, maybe I'm right now I'm married with two children. I'm not dealing with mean girls at this very second. I mean, Let's just, you know, we'll say that with a grain of salt because social media is its own can of worms, but I'm not really necessarily dealing with mean girls anymore. I'm not dealing with, oh, who likes this boy? Who does that? Like I'm, you know, I'm 32 years old, but what I am dealing with right now is, you know, other things in my life, right? And I could fall victim to those things, but instead I'm going to figure out how to handle those solutions and figure out how to navigate different situations so that when my kids face it, going all the way back to when I was a kid, I can help them through that. I'm not going to play a part in their pity party. Instead, I'm going to help them see the positives. I'm going to show how I navigate certain situations. So let's get rid of that victim mentality, right? Ourselves, so that way our children will do the exact same thing. The second thing that we want to do to raise mentally strong kids is to stop expecting perfection. 
And again, I'm not talking about how to, like not expecting perfection out of your kid. I'm having making sure that you understand, stop expecting perfection out of yourself. With our kids, it's monkey see, monkey do. They're watching our every move and they see the way we're handling certain situations. And I am slowly learning that the best way to ensure that I'm raising my babies right is to continue to focus on becoming the best version of me. But the best version of me is not perfect. No one's perfect. Not a single human being on this planet is perfect. And if we're constantly beating ourselves up for the shortcomings or talking down on ourselves for the things that we mess up, our kids are going to catch on to that. They're going to do the same thing. Can you imagine when they get a bad grade for the first time or if they mess up in a sport, right? Or they let their team down. We need to make sure that we're leading by example and show them how we pick ourselves back up when we fall down so that they will pick themselves back up when they fall down. I think that the one most valuable thing that I can do personally as a mother right now is essentially acknowledge when I screw up. When things don't go right for me, instead of sitting down, beating myself up, I'm going to sit down and I'm really becoming super mentally aware. This did not go right. What could I have done differently? And not just saying that, journaling that, it's like verbalizing it, right? It's being in the car, maybe dropping, let's just say for instance, dropping the girls off to somewhere they're supposed to be, maybe school. Let's say we're dropping Sutton off to school and I'm late, It's verbalizing out loud, not, oh, mommy's such a bad mom. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm late to dropping you off. This is just such a mess of a morning. It's being in front of them and saying, okay, well, make sure that next time we do this, we're gonna have to leave a little bit earlier because mommy just accidentally left a little late and now we're gonna be late for school. It's not a big deal. We learned from this and we're not gonna do it again, right? It's just changing the way we word things in front of them. So that way, when they inevitably make similar mistakes, They don't feel like they have to be perfect. The third thing we want to do is make sure that we are not hiding from pain. This one I think is so important because bad things are going to happen in life. It's inevitable, right? And we need to show our kids how to handle negative emotions instead of burying them. We all know what it's like to have something bad happen or to feel certain way and to bottle it down. You bottle it down, you bottle it down, you bottle it down. And what happens eventually is that it's going to explode. And I think the thing we need to make sure that we're doing is that when we have bad days or bad things happen to us, it's doing what I just said in the last example. It's verbalizing it and showing our kids how we get through it. It's also allowing them and allowing ourselves to have those bad days. It's to show people that it's, you don't have to act like everything is okay all the time. You know, I, sometimes I'll get sad or I will feel certain things. And I've said, I've tried to like hold back my emotions in front of my kids and say, you know, like, oh, don't cry in front of them or whatever it may be. But instead it's like, why? Because if I am feeling a certain way, if I feel sad about something and I'm crying I want my kids to know that when they feel sad about something, they're allowed to cry and they're not going to be judged, right? If we navigate how to overcome sadness or anxiety in our lives, we can teach them how to do the same. And I also want to just put this out there. Like we all know what it's like when somebody's trying to cheer us up, right? It's kind of annoying, right? So just allow yourself to feel, Allow yourself to feel a certain way in front of them. And again, it's going to set an example for them. 
The fourth thing we need to do in order to make sure that our actions are developing mentally strong children is to make sure that we're teaching consequences, right? Allow ourselves to mess up. We need to allow ourselves to mess up and then we need to show how we handle it afterward. We can't protect our children from everything. I am so guilty as a new mom that I swear on my life that I can predict when Sutton's going to fall down or when something's going to happen based off of what she's doing, right? And I'm sure a lot of you guys are thinking the exact same thing. I have had countless moments where I've watched her walk up the slide the wrong way and just have this urge to be like, no, don't do that. You're going to get hurt, right? Or don't try this or you're going to get hurt. And obviously we need to do our best to protect our children. I'm not, that's not, I'm saying like, go get, let them get hurt. What I am saying though is, is they need to see how consequences work. They need to know what to do with them, right? And so whatever stage of life you're in, whether that's like not fixing your child's homework before they turn it in, or again, going up the slide the wrong way, stand close, be there for them. And then when the, when things happen, when they mess up, we need to show them how to handle it. Well, the best way to show them how to handle it is to acknowledge when you mess up, when you do something that's going to provoke a negative consequence, how are you handling it? When you drop the plate at dinner time, how are you handling that? If you and your spouse get into an argument, you know, what is the consequence of that? If you spend all your money foolishly, what is the consequence of that? So you need to ask yourself, you know, what things have I messed up and how am I handling them? Because I need to show my kids that there are consequences to my actions as well. When mommy does something wrong or mommy does something that she shouldn't do, she needs to make sure she talks about the consequences of that too. So that way they learn. So again, we can't protect our kids from everything. If we want them to be mentally strong, we need to take a step back. I am literally, like I said, the queen of the words, be careful or you're going to get hurt. And I'm trying to hold myself back from that because I don't want my kids to look at the world like it's a scary place, number one. And number two, I want them to just figure it out. You know, especially in these toddler years, I swear, you know, you have to kind of let them have this sense of control and figure things out on their own as long as they're not going to get crazy hurt, obviously, right? So that's something that I believe is extremely important. And the last thing that you need to do in order to set an example on how to be a mentally strong human being and to raise mentally strong kids is to make sure that you are setting an example of making sure that your priorities are in line. We need to make sure that we make and keep our priorities at the forefront of our brains and then show our babies how to do the same thing. We need to see the bigger picture in life, not get so caught up in little day-to-day events, right? And show how we're setting ourselves up for success in the future. We need to show them that it's okay to say no if it's not in alignment with our priorities, We need to show them what is important to us, communicate with them what's important to us. So the first step is, is to make sure that you know what your priorities are. So do you know those things? Most of the time I find out that most stressed and overwhelmed moms just aren't in alignment with their priorities because they just don't even know what those are. If your priorities are family, their travel, 
or, you know, whatever those may be, or changing your financial situation, then everything that you're doing in your life needs to be in alignment with those priorities. And then when we show that, when we say like, hey, these are our family's priorities, and this is what we're pursuing, this is what we're going after as a family, and then everything else that's not in alignment with that is a no, right? Then they're going to do the same thing. So in our household, I'll just give you guys an example. Health is a priority, it is a priority for my husband and I to display health in front of our children and make sure that they are eating healthy. We are eating healthy. We are moving our bodies. So yes, do my kids get to have the occasional donuts? Does she get to sit so and get to have Chick-fil-A every once in a while? Yes, she does. But 95% of the time, she's eating exactly how we are, clean meals, right? Because health is a priority in our family. And the cool thing is, is that priority is something that's going to probably translate into her adult life also. When she sees mom and dad working out every single day and taking care of their bodies, she's going to do the same thing. So the thing is, again, teaching about priorities, displaying those priorities, and then also helping your kids set their own priorities is a great way to set themselves up for success in the future. Is it a priority for you to have a clean home? Is it a priority for you to have healthy food in your fridge? Is it a priority for you to be places on time? If we display these things in front of them and we are in alignment with what we want out of our lives, it's going to be a lot easier to make sure that we are teaching them to stay in alignment with their priorities as well. So to recap, I want to just remind you the five things that we can do that we personally as moms need to work on to make sure that we are raising mentally strong kids are this, getting rid of the victim mentality. Stop blaming the world around you for where you don't want to be in life. Number two, don't expect perfection because at the end of the day, no one is perfect. And if I can be completely transparent with you, your kids aren't looking for a perfect mom. They're looking for you the real you. Okay. Number three, don't hide from pain. Bad things are going to happen in life. We need to make sure that we're showing our kids how to handle those negative emotions. Number four, teaching consequences. Make sure you are showing them the consequences of your actions and allowing them to see the consequences of theirs, right? And number five, making sure that everyone in your home is in alignment with your priorities. Take time today, sit down. What are our top three priorities as a family? Display that to them. Are you showing your children those priorities? Helping your kids create their own priorities in their life and making sure that anything that doesn't go in alignment with that is a no. So ask yourself right now, is there an area that I talked about that you want to find, that you want to improve in, right? Take some time today, go through this, take, go back and listen again, take some notes And say to yourself, okay, where do I need to start? Am I falling into the victim mindset? Am I too hard on myself? Am I expecting perfection? You know, am I not doing a good enough job of showing my kids my emotions and when I'm going through certain things? Whatever it is, take some time today, journal it out, and navigate how you want to incorporate this into your home. Okay? 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. And as always, if you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, please pass it on. Please share this to your Instagram stories. Tag me at all things Kelsey. Rate and review this podcast. Any way that I can get this into the hands of as many moms as I can is going to be the quickest way for me to continue to be in alignment with one of my priorities, which is helping other mamas with their self-care and to find themselves again amidst all of this chaos. So tons of love and we'll see you guys next week.